0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Spirit That Is You Tips. My name is Jillian Grace, and I will be covering some of the main topics on some questions that I receive on a regular basis through email and through a lot of my one-on-one client sessions. One thing that's been very difficult for many people to work through right now is managing the that crazy discussion that consistently occurs within the mind chatter. So many of us are really struggling with that whole monkey mind just going crazy and just having all these different thoughts at once and you can't seem to calm it down and that can often throw us into stages of panic that can often put us into massive anxiety modes depressions you know so much of what we hear in our mind is in those words. They're not true, but we've spent so much time focusing on them and we've spent so much time cultivating that ego mind to work against us that we're falling victim to it right now, especially during this whole awakening process within us. Because remember what we've talked about in some of the spirit classes, that more negative side of yourself comes out to be cleared. It comes out to be released. It comes out to be healed. So at this point, with a lot of people, what we're experiencing is when that side starts to come up, this major mind chatter begins where we struggle terribly to get out of our own way because of our own thoughts. And truthfully, it's not meant to break you. It's not meant to destroy you or to knock you off your spiritual balance. It's meant to show you that, okay, these thoughts and the way that you project this energy out into the world need to change if you want to move forward. So it's extremely important that you pay attention to what your mind is currently doing. Talking about, so that you know what you've got to release. So, creating this distance between your belief and that voice is one of the first keys to putting up some of the walls that you need to break away from that control that that ego mind has over you. One thing that you can start to do throughout your practices is you probably hear a lot about mindfulness techniques. And they can be very, very easy for some people, but a lot of people struggle with them, especially when it comes to trying to get their mind quiet enough to even enter into mindfulness I know personally that I have been through some stages in life where it seems like that mind just wants to go and go and it doesn't care what it takes with it. So doing a mindfulness technique like, you know, suggestions that I've received, which things like brushing your teeth and paying attention to just brushing your teeth. That doesn't work for someone like me at times, especially during major periods of growth where I was struggling with a lot of my own energy awakening and a lot of my own kundalini rising and all of the different facets and all of the extreme emotions that that brings up. So I had to start cultivating techniques that worked and were a little bit stronger to get me on a more of a Mindfulness note. Tackling the mind is one of your first keys to finding that peace and finding that balance within you that we're all searching for. What I started to pay close attention to, what I want to share with all of you, because it was very pivotal in my entire awakening process, I started to focus on what I was thinking and pay close attention to what I was sending out. And when I would send something out that I didn't like, and I knew immediately if I didn't like it, because my feelings would change. So I would look into the mirror and I would say something negative in my mind. And in my mind, I would get very sad. So I knew there was my hint, that emotional reaction that I had. That's what I had to pay attention to. That's what I had to work on releasing. So I knew immediately, okay, this, what I just said to myself is not working to my best benefit. And I would ask myself, is this what I want to become? Ultimately, what you send out in your mind is a little moment of creation. It's a, a gift that you send out in the, the universe saying, this is what I want back. And once you realize that, okay, this is not what you want back, what you're sending out, then you start to pay attention to what you're thinking. So if I would, you know, say, wake up in the morning and I'd be tired and I'd say, you know, this is going to be a lousy day. I would then say to myself, is this what I want? Is this what I'm choosing to create? And of course, no, that was not what I was choosing to create. But I was so used to letting my mind run the show that it was difficult to stop it from thinking it was in full control. So once you start to ask yourself that, you know, is this what I want? Is this really what I'm focusing on? This is what I want back. You're going to find out that a lot of what you're sending out, those are not the things that you want to create. And then once you realize that that's not what you want to create, then you're in full power then to change it. So awareness is going to be key in also understanding how powerful your thoughts are. We're just embarking in our culture on this journey to realizing how strong our own intuitive field is, how powerful we are as individuals. And that is why this awakening is happening. Our minds create our experiences. And we've been hearing about this for at least 10 years now. It's been subtly in all sorts of different spiritual circuits. It's reached quantum physics. So scientists are even discussing the building blocks of what happens before something is created. So you really have to pay close attention to what you're sending out. You are creating it especially if it's sent out with words and emotion. So make sure that what you're sending is what you want. And always do that check. Ask yourself, is this what I want to become? Sometimes we experience really hard days in the world of mindfulness. And we can't think about meditating because the entire time we're in meditation, even if it's a guided meditation, we're going to be overriding it with thoughts. So on those days... Don't worry about having to sit into a practice that you've maybe said, I every day I'm going to sit there and I'm going to meditate. If you start to find that that period of time becomes almost like your little period of torture where you're overthinking things, instead of meditating, try a devotion type practice. So, oftentimes when I'm working with my clients and they're really struggling with the idea of meditation, I always say, okay, don't worry about sitting in meditation, don't worry about deep breathing and just trying to focus on meditating. When you are doing something as simple as washing your face today. I want you to say I am giving myself this gift to my spirit and I am washing my face and I am going to care and love for my skin as I place my hands over top of each part of my skin and I'm just going to send love. So I'm going to dedicate this practice that I'm doing deep within my spirit. So just start to pick average things during the day that you would be doing and take a moment to be devotional during them when you do that and you devote energy to your spiritual side regardless if you're sitting in a deep meditation or not it's a huge flux of energy of positive vibration for you so if it's something as simple as you're cutting up carrots for dinner you can take a moment while you're cutting them and say you know I release this energy out into the universe as a positive way of sending light to my soul and this every single piece that I cut of this carrot I am going to nourish my body with it so that I am strong I'm going to nourish the body of those in my family so that we are strong and that we can all remain connected and balanced on this earth. So anything that you do, you can really turn into a devotional practice. And by doing that, you're taking that mind that's used to going into overdrive and you're giving it more positive light. And you're saying, okay, this isn't just me going for a walk today because I need to vent. I am going to devote the energy of this walk to anyone out there who's struggling, anyone who is in a really terrible place and can't find balance. I am going to balance my energy to help each one of us make that connection. When you start to think on more of a grand level, it takes that ego mind and starts to put it in its place more and more. So try to do that, even on days that seem like they're hard days. Your your days where you cannot meditate. Focus a little bit on more of a devotional type practice, and that can help you. Also, quieting the mind can be difficult. And mantras, I know we hear a lot about those, but many don't give them a ton of credit. Mantras can be really important. I am have always been a strong fan of more Sanskrit type mantras. If I do a mantra in the English language, my native language, it's like the mantra connects onto the voice in my head because they're all within the same thought process for me. So it just flows into someplace that I didn't want it to. So I will go okay I love myself and then before I know what I'm thinking about I've got to do this I've got to do this today I, I get a rush I'm always in such a hurry how come I can't slow down so it just sort of is almost like a precursor to a flow of energy for me and for a lot of the clients that I speak with so I actually have to use separate words in order to break myself from that mode and I choose words that are very powerful and that have been um for many many centuries regarded as some of the deepest most beautiful tones within our language or within the structure of our sound I love the sound of um kalima which is a beautiful energy and that pulls forward healing um, abilities that pulls forward balancing that calls upon the nature of your spirit to connect with you so I'll take a moment and I'll say um kalima um kalima and I'll repeat that And by using words different from my normal language, it helps me to focus on them a little bit more and regard them for the spiritual energy that they are. Also, simple sounds like OM... The sound of Om is a beautiful sound. And that sound connects you with your divine being. It connects you with your light. So if you just take a moment while you take a breath, deep breath and a breathing technique that you love and just release it out in the sound of Om, that vibration is very clearing and very balancing for you. I also love the sound Ah. So a lot of meditations, they will go through, if you do some guided meditations that involve chanting, they will go, ah, within them. And that ah sound is extremely important. Many regard that sound as the actual sound of creation. And if you think about each one of our um, deities that we worship in some way, so they all end up with that. Ah, sound. So if you are focused on the your energy of God, it has that sound. Focused on the energy of Allah, it has that sound. If you're focused on the energy of Krishna, it has that sound. Da has that sound. Ra has that sound. All of the different deities that are focused on in so many different uh, religious structures end in that ah sound. So it's regarded spiritually as the sound of creation. So saying that inside, internally, as you're doing something can help to be a mantra for you to break up some negative energy. During breathing techniques, it can help to break up some energy. Also, when you're just doing a meditation, if you want to just take a moment to connect with that sound and then release it, out. It's a very important syllable, very important sound for your entire spiritual being to connect with. And of course, in those moments where we really have a difficult time and we just cannot keep our minds as clear as we can, there's a couple simple techniques which work wonders. They're great for children as well. They bring you back to this moment of being in the moment with something it's being present being connected being there in that second without anything else clouding it one of the techniques that i love to use with my children and any kids that i work with and a lot of my clients that just don't really have a lot of time to cultivate a mindfulness practice i tell them to take time out every two three hours during the day so set a watch every two hours take a moment when that alarm goes off close your eyes and listen and find 10 sounds within your surroundings and don't break your focus until you find those sounds you can be absolutely amazed by what is going on around you that your mind just shuts out because it's so used to being focused on just what you tell it to be focused on But when you take a moment wherever you are and you close your eyes and you dedicate yourself to staying in that place until you find 10 separate sounds, it can be amazing. If you're outside where you might have just heard a couple birds, you then hear several different birds and then you can hear the wind blowing in the trees and you hear the leaves in motion and then you can hear someone drive by. And then you subtly hear in the background the sound of someone mowing their lawn and then the sound of a child that's playing and then the sound of water that's trickling so when you really take a moment to pull yourself back and focus on what's going on in your current surroundings it can be truly an amazing experience and it's very relaxing it's a very elementary extremely powerful way to stay in the moment and practice some mindfulness again it's also wonderful to do with children Another simple practice like that is to look around in your current surroundings and find everything that's in your current surroundings according to the colors of the rainbow. So you just take a moment and look around your room and find all of the colors and the items that are right now in your space. That can be incredible, especially when you're out for a walk or something like that where you can just look around and see things that you weren't going to see because you were either going to stay focused on the direction exactly in front of you or focused on your phone while you were walking like many of us are guilty of. And that moment just takes a second to bring you into balance with everything that's surrounding you. That's, again, something that's great to do with children as well as doing yourself. You know, I work a lot with people to try and help them find that mindfulness balance within them because it can be such a struggle. And I know for myself that a lot of the classic mindfulness techniques did not work very well. I definitely needed a little more help to get rid of that ego mind. So hopefully some of these techniques will help you and you can start to incorporate them in your daily life. I know many are struggling right now with a lot of this awakening energy because it is so intense and is so highly fueled with a lot of our fears and a lot of our anxieties and a lot of emotion. So trying to tackle the mind is key. Remember, it's your seat of creation. Stop giving it away. Take it back. Love it. Cultivate it. And direct it into the positions that you need it to be placed into. That's how you get out of some of the messes of the mind that we've all started I hope you enjoyed this edition of the Spirit That Is You Tips. If you have any questions, always feel free to email me at thespiritthatisyou at gmail.com. I receive so many emails each day and I will try to cover, especially if I have topics that are on a regular basis coming up over and over and over again, I will try to pop in and give these spiritual tips as much as I can. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Stay mindful and remember, smile and stay peaceful on your journey here on earth.